Back to the Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Wingstop on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Cooler here on 93.7 The Ticket. Plenty more Matt Rule press conference fights to get through through yesterday. First, I want a little update on Nebraska basketball injuries. Robin Washington tweeting this out a few hours ago. Uh, it said Junior Forge 1 Gary had successful shoulder surgery and is expected to be back 100% by the end of summer workouts. So uh, that's good news for Nebraska. Remember, Gary still has a year of eligibility left. Uh, senior guard Emmanuel Bandemil had his knee surgery. It's looking at an eight to nine month recovery. I don't believe that they'll be able to get in, in uh, Bandamel back because he is uh, is uh, he is a senior, so it should be coming up there. But who knows? The NCAA these days, uh, stranger things have happened. So <laughs> we'll kind of see. Uh, but it's good to hear that they had successful surgery and on their way to recovery. Other news and notes around uh, college football, college basketball, and really just Iowa because this is quite uh, quite interesting. <laughs> we'll start with college basketball. Um, a little bit of a battle going on between Iowa and Illinois. The Orange Crush particular, which is a long-standing group of Illinois supporters and fans. Uh, every year, they, they get all, a bunch of tickets together and go to, on a road trip, a, a, a game uh, to watch Iowa on the road. And this year, they decided Illinois. that it was going to be Illinois. Um, no, Illinois on the road. They go to Illinois. Excuse me. Yeah, the other Illinois way around. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were going to Iowa. Yeah, yeah. Other way around. I orange crush. There's no Iowa is not orange. There's so, an orange in Iowa. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, uh, after it purchased 200 tickets, Iowa is not going to allow them to have those tickets, uh, which will cost the group more than $6,000 and that it can't recruit, it says, because it already has its charter buses and travel arrangements already put. Uh, they've already put the money down on that. Uh, so obviously, Illinois is pretty upset about this. Iowa isn't just doing this because they're being mean. Uh, per statement no, from yes, the school sent to ESPN, uh, they said the Orange Crust purchased its ticket with a discount rate after claiming the tickets were for Burke Boys and Girls Club chapter in Illinois. That's not what the discount was for. So instead, Iowa said they will donate the tickets for Saturday's game to local Boys and Girls Club chapter in Iowa. Okay. I looked at a little bit of this. Yeah. It's it's a lot of he said, she said, looked a little bit. The discount was for the group purchase. It wasn't because Just it was the, the boy. It wasn't because it was the Boys and Girls Clubs. It was because they bought 200 tickets. So they got a discount for buying 200 tickets to the game. Um, and also... They just said they. I, I guess they've done this every year where they don't say that it's. Oh, it's for the Orange Crush. It's for the Illinois student section. They're just like it's for the Boys and Girls Club. It's for this. It's for that. They just say that. And yeah, go. in their in their little when they purchase the tickets. I mean, what if you're the Iowa ticket department? And you see, oh, the Illinois student section wants to buy 200 tickets. Guess what you're going to do? What you just did? You're going to say no. You're not going to do that. Because you have the power to do that, apparently. What apparently, you, you could just take people's tickets so away saying, after they paid for it. So, Illinois did mislead them, but Iowa gave them the discount based on a group purchase yes. rather than for... Yes. Okay. So, yes. it's a little it's bit not of like, both. It's not like they were... It's not like they... Iowa thought, oh, 200 kids from Illinois are coming down to Iowa to watch basketball. This well, maybe. maybe. A no. What? <laughs> no. Well, at, at some point they thought. Do you know it how the boys, and, the boys and girls club is gonna is gonna take? Are the parents coming with them? That's that's more know. tickets that they're gonna have to print. <laughs> no, no. Don't don't act like that, Iowa. You're just being rude and you're being dumb because you're you're 
you don't want a, an opposing student section in your building because Illinois is going to beat you, and you don't want a, a loud contingent of orange-clad fans uh, yelling against you. Well, I was the good the good ones in the end because they'll just donate the tickets to the Boys and Girls Club, so they'll be the Boys and Girls no, Club. No, no, you're trying to say they're good. They just stole $6,000 <laughs> from Illinois students. Well, they didn't steal it. Uh, th- that's, they're not going to give it back. Well, they're not going to re- no, they're not going to repurchase. But it's not six thousand. Six thousand is part of the charter. Well, the charter the buses, stuff. everything. But, but as far still, as the tickets. It wasn't that much. Ah, you're still too much. Uh, also in uh, in weird land in Iowa, Iowa head coach Kirk Ferentz says he does not anticipate any uh, staff changes. Uh, for the coaching staff, which, of course, uh, nobody really cares about the position coach. They actually have really great, uh, you know, personnel around him besides Brian Ferentz, his own son, who has led them to be absolutely awful on offense. Just garbage. And now, like, not not just like, oh, I hate Iowa, so they're awful on offense. They were like dead last in, in college football or right next to it. In total offense, and we've seen how much that's held them back as a program the last couple of years. When you say Iowa is fine with going eight and five, or fine <laughs> with being where they are, there it is. This is why people say that sort of thing. There it is. They're and, fine with mediocrity. Yeah, which is you know it's better than mediocrity. And it's better than what Nebraska's had for a while. But <laughs> Nebraska did beat Iowa at the end, so yeah. they did take that there. Uh, but uh, they're they're also it is it was kind of funny because how Ference was answering it like. The questions were obviously like, hey, why, why, what about Brian Ferentz? What's going on there? And he would just continue to respond by saying the coordinators and, you know, just kind of giving this the, 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 the uh, coach speech, but more together grouping the coordinators. Mm-hmm. And you can't – it should be illegal to have Phil Parker and Brian Ferentz in the same – you can't group them together. That's the complete opposite of, like, great <laughs> coordinating and just awful coordinating. I hope that this goes the route – that Kansas State had to deal with where Bill Snyder was just like, hey, I'm leaving. My son's taking over. Kansas State was like, no, he's not. And then Bill was like, well, then I guess I'm not leaving. Yeah. So I hope that uh, I hope that Kirk Ferentz at the end of his tenure at Iowa was like, hey, I'm leaving. My, my son's taking over. Iowa says no, and he stays for a couple more years, and then his son ends up not getting the job. It's just, <laughs> it's just hilarious how – discombobulated Iowa's football offices are with the fact that and and, you know you want to believe that they're all getting along and everybody's you know happy-go-lucky and and they're believing oh we got Cade McNamara um, and Eric all so our offense is going to be better our running backs started you know gelling at the end of the season our offensive line is going to our offense is going to be better you still have the same guy calling plays I understand your quarterback is taking multiple steps up your quarterbacking is going to take multiple steps up but if you're going to continue to call the same plays, I, I'm not sure how well it's going to do. Granted, I mean, they won their bowl game 21 to nothing with I don't even know who was at quarterback. Well, I think they had two. I mean, the, the Iowa games were so crazy. I think they had two defensive touchdowns in that game. Like, that's that's how good Phil Parker is, though. It's like Iowa would go into those games not just like, I hope the defense plays good or pitches a shutout. It's like, we need 14 from the defense today. Yeah, we need you to score today. So and they would. Please do that. And they would yeah. a lot of the time. That's just embar- that's embarrassing. It's an embarrassing move by Kirk Ferentz and, and Iowa. I, I, I don't think they can force him to make a move. So you're just kind of at the mercy of the head coach until something happens. Yeah. I, and, and But th- there's even the thing of... How bad does the offense need to get before he gets fired? I, I feel like it's already, you know, at rock bottom and yeah, he's really still not gone. That's right. Like they, they they weren't scoring points on the offensive end of things. No. They were one of, if not the worst offense in the country. 
and Kirk Ferentz still believes, ah, no, my son's got this. Well, and, and Gary Barter, their athletic director, was also fielding questions uh, on it, and he was saying, yeah, the last two years have been bad, but actually, if you look at the years before that, Brian actually had a pretty good offense that was better than Kirk was calling plays uh, over the over the average, and I was like, well, yeah, but like that was four years ago. Like The last two years yeah. have been absolutely awful. <laughs> like, you that's true, like, but... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I know you don't, we don't want to live in a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately th- uh, system, but at the same time, the last two years have you done for yeah. me lately... Uh, are awful, and that's coaching. You can't you can't be like, hey, twenty years ago it was this, it was it was great. Like, well, if you're gonna hire based on <laughs> six seven years ago, you know, yeah. I mean, look at when he was doing this. I'm like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> what did he do last year? Yeah. Oh, he was bad. Okay. Well, they got a few transfers in the portal, so I, I guess they think that they can uh, make some hay with that. I suppose. Not really sure. Somebody is, have to text. Is them. Iowa in the top two hundred of offenses this year? Two hundred. I'm giving well, you two hundred. There's three. What three hundred teams? Well, that's in basketball. I, I, in football, I don't know how many. Like a hundred. Okay, are they in the top? Something. Top hundred. <laughs> yeah. No. Let's go top eighty. Like seriously, they were. I think like hundred thirtieth yeah. last year. Like they. Yeah. Are they in the top eighty in offenses this year? Because the eightieth ranked defense still isn't good. Yeah. No, like, I don't think so. I mean, what was ne- what was Nebraska? They were somewhere in the forties. Yeah. Something like that. I was not going to – I don't think – well. Like, I was – Nebraska's offense was awful without Casey Thompson, and that's basically what Iowa's offense was the whole year, mm-hmm. regardless. <laughs> I can't imagine watching that all year. Yeah. And just sitting there like, well, I guess the defense is going to score now. There just knowing there was going to be a pick six or, or a fumble recovery for a touchdown. Man, that must feel nice, though. Aside, you know, when, until the ball switches – <laughs> it like is just weird. on the defensive side, you're just like, man, I feel great about yeah. this. Like, but I then thought that we're going to get some points here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the offensive end, you're like, oh, man, I just hope they get uh, a little yeah. ways down the field. Hopefully they can get a one first down and a punt. That's a good so possession. The, so the defense can, can just hold them down on their end of the field. <laughs> and a really good punter. And there's that. Yeah. I personally liked watching Iowa football. I know people don't don't no, like that no, or hate that. Didn't. Oh yeah, well it's just because of that fascinating aspect. It's just like you didn't like watching it. You were just you were fascinated by yeah, it. Yeah, okay. You didn't like it. <laughs> you were just it. like you were like, ooh, this is interesting. Well, they also had the Butkus Award winner and uh, crazy secondary. I mean, they were a, the defense is always fun to watch. Yeah, and. The, back to my point with those, you know, nine to six games. Every field goal matters. Every point is just like, oh, that they're, they're we're not going to see like more than three yeah. points this quarter. This was huge. Can you imagine that defense with just like a middle of the road offense, well, just an yeah. offense that averaged like fourteen points, <laughs> <laughs> like two, yeah, that's like an o- like an offense that could score twice in yeah. a game. Just occasionally, maybe. you were threatened by them. Maybe? Yeah, like yeah. ooh, they're not going to no big plays, but like they'll get down into the into the red zone. And then get to the one and just like QB sneak for a touch. Like that was their touchdown every time. It's just like a short run, nothing big. <laughs> they do that twice, and then your defense scores twice. Like that's twenty eight points right there. And your defense is holding teams to less than fourteen for whatever reason. Man, could have been a really good team. Could have been. What could have been over the last? And that's why I think if I'm Phil Parker, I'd get out of there. I mean, I would just go go anywhere and find, you know, a decent offense. Literally, can, literally anywhere. Literally any other Power 5 job, and you'll have a better offense. <laughs> uh, so, I, I don't know. Can you imagine we'll if see Alabama's defensive coordinator job I might still be open? I think it is. Can you imagine if Phil Parker went there? Oh, man. That's why I All think that somebody talent? should be doing that. Whew. Somebody should go after him. I think he just likes Iowa. I, I think, think so, he, yeah. I think he wants to go anywhere else, which is just sad. Dude, what a wasted talent. Type of guy. It's yeah. like Adrian Martinez in Nebraska. What a wasted talent. 
Something like that. I, uh, I so good. See, I don't really see it. He was it. so good. <laughs> Big 12 champion, Adrian Martinez. Damn straight. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break here. Let's take a water cooler. We'll be back with more, including Nick Sander jumping in the studio for the crossover. Coming next year on the Ticket Water Cooler 93.7 The Ticket.